Ano man. Uh, Danny and Evan, uh, as always. And today we're going to just again. <laughs> he he actually shit. didn't mean that. that just, uh, no, I totally did. He didn't. said one big word. And that, <laughs> right, and that, was, that was last last week in the cyberspace world. Um, today we're just going to chat. I don't know, shoot the shit again, probably. Um, chat a little fitness, little conspiracies. For those of you watching on YouTube, shout out YouTube. Thanks. I hope you're also subscribed. You know, there's a lot of you out there. How many? Like 13 or something like that. <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna speak some conspiracies. Right. <laughs> now the conspiracies that we share are things that we do believe in, right? Now, just to make it a little bit funny, we're gonna speak with a tinfoil hat on. Mm-hmm. Just to fucking add a little bit of spice to it. And we won't this, this is one that Jordan actually had in his house. He didn't make this today. This is one no. I brought with him. Do you not have one at home? Yeah. How do you protect yourself from the 5G that's cutting about? <laughs> um, so I'm going to kick things off, right? I'm going to kick things off with my, my a conspiracy that I believe in. So tech, it's about TikTok. Ooh. Right? TikTok is, is Chinese, right? And uh, essentially in China, what the... I realise how fucking stupid this is. Uh, in China, what the algorithm favours to young people who use the app is things that are positive right Mm -hmm. things like engineering things like building things promoting positivity lots and lots of like cool things that they would want their younger generation to do growing up right and over here right what does the algorithm favor in the western society whether it be uk europe liver (laughs) it favors doing stupid dances it favors you know people fucking being half naked it favors shite Mm-hmm. So ultimately that that rises to the top over here, but over there it doesn't. So the conspiracy is what are China doing? What what what's China's motive to promote to have the algorithm favor this sort of stuff over in the UK and over in um America, whereas over in China it favors things that are ultimately going to help the younger generation, whereas the stuff over here ultimately doesn't. What's the agenda? What is the agenda? Why mm. would they do it? You try to say that they're kind of they're, trying, they're deliberately trying to dumb down the West. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't think it's unreasonable. Like, but then why would they do it? But why? This think, is a debate. Well, that is that is up for debate. Do you know what I mean? If there's other things, but what, what are China's motives? Do you know what I mean? Do you think it could just be? Yeah, I'm maybe not as into that conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it could just be like I cannot. Like, Based on values, that's obviously like, that's what uh, that's what they value over there. Whereas over here, uh-huh. we value people doing stupid dances, dancing in fucking reels. But then could that change through what you push it? Yeah, like uh, the amount of stuff that's going out. What's that? We've been so, robbed. And I so it's like wow. what 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 would be the reason for doing that? Do you think like? <laughs> 
It's either, it's either, this is the thing, it can either be two things, it's either just what more, what you're more interested in from the West, uh -huh. or is it just because that's been pushed more interested in that? Yeah. I yeah. do not know. Do not know. And again, that, that is another thing as well, like, would you sit on TikTok for hours and hours and hours if it was just constantly people building things and engineering and this, that, and the next thing? Probably not. No. So, like, why did, why is that? the thing that's 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 positive over there i have the fact as well that in china they produce more engineers per year than america has engineers wow wow wow, wow. wow. so that's my conspiracy awesome. mm -hmm. who's, Who, who's next with tinfoil hat me Tins of course i'm close right okay <laughs> right, i'm i don't know what's going to fit your head are uh, your massive heat <laughs> I just realised how fucking stupid that looks, man. Are you, are you trying to say that? Uh, I've got a big that, was you, that was your second. I know, that I was one of them. Well, Mackin's conspiracy is slight, slightly darker than that. We're going to go from TikTok to... <laughs> uh, I think... I think Diana was an inside job. Or it's not what they they led us to believe in the media and stuff like princess Di was obviously the the people's princess yeah you know what i totally. mean like she was popular she was all these things but she kind of went against the norm for for the royals mm. and stuff and it's not unlike the british monarchy and whatever to do dodgy things yep it's kind of what they do. It's kind of what they do. It's kind of their thing. I was just about to say, shout out Prince, what's his face? But that's fucking no, can't do that. You did. But it's it's not unreasonable to think that they went right. She's because the thing is, a bit like the mafia, right? You don't want they don't want to be disrespected. So Di was off with was it Doddy? Was it Doddy? I don't actually know. Daddy. Doddy Fire. Right. And or whatever, and all this stuff was happening, and th there's obviously stuff came out with it that it was just a, a normal crash, or it was the the driver was drunk, or there's all these moving parts and spinning objects and whatever. I I don't think it's unreasonable to think that I don't know if it was Lizzie, it might have been Charles, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Who knows? One of them, right? Aye. Went right. This this needs to be. I cut mm. cut ties with us. A bit like Vito Corleone from The Godfather. Uh, I, like. I totally, I'm on board with that. I think that's a hundred percent. It it just smells fish. It doesn't smell right. It's it's dodgy. It's, it's like she was beyond control. So it was like right. Hold on a minute. I didn't have they, they didn't have her under control. Beyond well, you seen that with um, what's her chops, Megan and, and Harry, like totally kind of distancing themselves yeah. from, there was from a their lot, own family. There's a lot of kind of parallels with it. Is that the word that what you use? Apart yeah. Well, apparently, what was one of the they've not outed which royal it was but they said that they they didn't want brown grandchildren and they didn't want brown um uh, what was it our family members or something mm -hmm. like that in there like that came out i believe I think megan fact checked me on that like it was on oprah i think it was in that on that oprah documentary where, right where they said that and Danny it's like i think how fucking old-fashioned that is and like just how like twisted it is Fuck, it's mental but yeah. like these i don't know it's a totally different world because we, we would never resonate or be able to relate to that because none of us come from royalty or money or whatever. Try to tell me West Mains isn't royal. <laughs> West Mains royal. <laughs> <laughs> can you cut your fingers? I can't cut my fingers. But so none of us, like, imagine shout we out, and, shout out and I'm not sticking up for them, by the way, at all. But then I'm just trying to look at it from, I'm not saying you could just kill people or whatever. <laughs> Right, but I'm talking more about your comment about about that. So they obviously have their this persona or whatever that they need to live up to and 
their standards or whatever that have been embedded into them for years and years and years like well this is bad you can't do that you can't do that so that's obviously their world and their reality because she was going against it it's like she, and she's different <laughs> but then i think like having a monarchy and stuff is totally outdated yeah i think so too. what is the need for it yeah. did they not it say so well apparently it brings in it brings in tourism every year that's what they say bring the amount of money it brings in in tourism that's that's what that's what that's what people will say and people I mean? are still going to come to the country yeah like i've like i've, I've never been i'm do you know what i'm going to book a holiday to norway to go see the king of norway <laughs> or uh, the norwegian <laughs> palace like never once in my life has that, yeah. has that been a thing like, yeah I, I better cancel the ticket for your birthday. Fuck's sake. I know, man. You're waiting to fucking ruin yeah, a surprise. Speaking about birthdays, I am the big 3-0 next week. Let's go, man. Oh, that means I'm you exactly get... half Danny's age. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you are all so old. It's mad. Am I the only person that's still in their teens? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you yeah. are mentally. We, we are in our 20s. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got any other points for that, but no. Uh, that's a fair point. The Queen's a lizard. Sorry, that was. A <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, cut that out. No. Can't say that. Because no, no, no. can. And uh, no, but it's so funny that I went to college with my boy, right? And, uh, Maybe we're gonna have fucking China and <laughs> the British monarchy. No, 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 no. Shout out, Davy McKenna from Largs College in the Porter Cabin. And um, <laughs> big Davy, big Davy McKenna from Beeth mad into his conspiracy was he oh like every single day in college we'd be sitting doing work and stuff and he'd just stand up like queen's a lord <laughs> the first time i heard this was from you telling me about him about saying him that and i was like what? saying the thing i said the thing man that is madness. And, uh, danny would you like the, Aye, the, the, hat. the hat i cannot wait for this one man i think we've saved the best till last <laughs> you look ridiculous it's comfortable is that, does it do you, does it feel right on? Does it feel right? Do you feel protected from right. the from the rays? Uh, yeah, actually, I feel smarter. <laughs> have the voice have the voices stopped? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, they've only got uh, they've only anything, got louder. No. It's, it's quieter now, so I can hear them louder. Kill them. All right, okay. <laughs> Kill them. Right. Um, What's your conspiracy? So my conspiracy is. How we got to the moon originally, when we got to the moon originally, <laughs> is bullshit. It's bullshit. Right. So I, I don't believe we went when we said we did, and I don't believe and the 19, pictures. When was it? Nineteen sixty-eight. Right. Been, do you think we have been there though? I believe we've been there. How or like either when we get there or how we get there, we don't. Was, is wrong. It is a lie. Sorry. So when they said we got there, like the fact that they said that okay, this is the footage from us in the moon. This is the pictures. We did not have the technology back then to do that, man. I just don't believe we did. If we did, like, if they did have a technology that they actually used, because there's a good chance that it's just because they did have a technology, it was too much for us to handle that time, so they staged it out over the years. They didn't want to show us the technology they had, so they made it look like they've done stuff on this wee computer. They just used, like, black and white footage up there to get video and, and the pictures and all the rest of it. I'm like, you're trying to tell us that with that, limited technology you got to the a, a man on the moon through <laughs> earth's orbit through the, the van allen belt mate this looks fucking amazing with that I mean? <laughs> through the van allen belt i have heard about like, that, all yeah, of this yeah. past satellites you like this a lot? right to the moon no harm done off onto the moon get some videos get some pictures like and then back, up a tiktok right <laughs> and a dance. all of this stuff you're like i just 
cannot see it, but did they get there? Differently, with better technology. Well, differently did, as in what, they took the fucking the, no, the so number bit, six night bus up so there? That, like, <laughs> instead of rocket <laughs> ship. <laughs> so, this is when it comes back to, like, okay, what technology have they had? Mm-hmm. Can they get there now? No doubt, my mind, because the technology is so, so much more advanced. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, right, okay, cars had not been on the road, well, 60s, odd years they've been on the road 65 years whatever but by that point but uh like air like how they flew and all the rest it was so like so limited and then all of a sudden they're getting someone into space it's like (laughs) well there was a whole there was was a space race wasn't it there was a space race between russia and between the us and it was like russia chucked up a dog who's gonna get there first did they yeah i'm pretty sure a dog the dog went up first didn't come back yeah so i believe uh, uh, they didn't know how to reverse uh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Too good. Shout man. out Tilly. Too Tilly good. can walk backwards for ages. Really? really? Danny's dog. Danny's dog. She can walk backwards. She's a smart dog, man. Aye. Aye. So that's my that's my busy. <clears throat> What's your thoughts on it? I was I was in your camp up until I started trying to Google it last night. The, and then last week he was he was saying to me. I was in I was in the camp. I was in your camp. I had the fucking the biggest tin foil hat or whatever. And then I was looking into all oh, the Valhalla and Bell and I seen an analogy where it's like almost like walking on like coals or fire. Like if you walk through it quickly, you're not gonna get damaged by the fire. But if you're in it for a long period of time, then you get damaged. Like there was lots of these wee things that you're saying, how they just kind of quickly debunked them and stuff like that. Now I'm open to the fact that there's probably conspiracies behind like they said that they've lost some of the, what's it called? Some of the data I, that they, they had back then. Or, I, they had some of the thing, like the things that helped them get there, they've lost. Mm-hmm. And I find that very hard to believe that the fact that Something so NASA, special, so yeah. like valuable, they're going to just misplace a lot. You know, NASA used to actually explore the seas. Mm-hmm. The majority mm-hmm. of the, uh, like they used to explore the sea mm-hmm. before exploring space because only like 2% of the sea has been explored or yeah. whatever. But then they've changed. And this is, this is the thing as well, space. but there is so much space, like, so they can't get to certain, so much they space. can't get in, they can't get to certain depths of the ocean and they can all, they've only explored so much of it and they've only explored so much of volcanoes and all the rest of it but they can get a man that quickly <laughs> you hate how a man's been in space don't you no but I, I believe it's happened but i just believe how it happened when it happened how it happened when it happens a bit, sh- a bit shady a bit yeah shady. like the the moon landing was in a studio on fucking paramount pictures See, or something is like. as well man there's always there's defos always stuff that they, they didn't tell us yeah. Always, governments hide shit. That's literally what they do. They do. Yep, they do. There's another conspiracy I heard, and it was about a guy who managed to find out a way or engineer a way that cars could run on water. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this? Yes. So basically, I need to try and find the the kind of crux of it to get the details. But he basically had the recipe in order for this to this to happen. How he could convert water into energy and use it to power vehicles. Mm -hmm. And this was obviously this is fucking huge because water is so readily available. Go on then. (laughs) Go on then. You want some? So this guy could figure out how to convert water into energy to power cars, right? And essentially, it started coming out that things were getting lost. He then like in a weird way was killed well, died mm-hmm. was killed died whatever Suspicious circumstances. Mm. and then all the things the drawings engineering books everything that he had to kind of detail how how it works vanished mm-hmm. now i found that a little bit shifty because you consider how big that how big is the oil industry mm-hmm. like it's massive mm-hmm. fucking it costs like costs like 65 quid to fill up katie's nissan micro a micro bruv 65 quid it's ridiculous, it's madness mate it's <laughs> absolute madness so like the, the amount of money that's in oil the amount of money that's in fuel so if you're telling me that that's that man them down the road can get cars to run off mm-hmm. water 
Yep. Like, am I right in saying that the the amount of water in the world never changes? Like, so it's a constant amount. Do you know what I mean? So like through. Damn. I, I might be absolutely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard that in, like, well, that, si- in science. That it's obvious because it's through like. Well, that makes sense. When well, if there was more, then. Well, where would it come from? Do you, do you know what I mean? I don't mean like creating more, but I mean like, you can't get rid of it because yeah. it's always going to kind of get back into the atmosphere. Back yeah, in the atmosphere yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like it would evaporate, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then it's just it's like, like that makes so. sense, not? Whoa. So then that means if you could power your cars through water, then there's an endless supply of water, yeah. meaning there's an endless supply of energy, yeah. meaning that how are you meant to charge for an endless supply of energy? Where obviously, like oil or whatever, a fossil fuel is finite. Like mm. it's yeah. finite, is that the right word? Finite's a fi- good word there. Good That's good. Two, two, two good words. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> that hat's making you smarter. <laughs> have you heard as well about the guy who created... Um, paint that wouldn't need to be like replaced. It was like it was like paint. It was like indestructible. Like, it didn't. Aye, aye. A way back. No, it's your story. I don't know his name. Is that is that is that? that? I thought you were going to go. I thought there was more. I thought there was more. I thought there was paint that just lasted. And did yeah. the chip. But see the thing. Like see, I I don't believe. I don't know if I believe in. The Illuminati or anything like that, right? <laughs> give me the hat. Give me the hat. I fucking love this hat, man. And, uh, but I don't know if I believe in the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Illuminati or that, right? right? Right. But I do believe that there's big powers in the world that run it, like big pharma, the 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 banking families, that the Rothschilds and all that. Yes. Like there's more to it than what we know. Absolutely. Yeah. There's like, more to it than what we know. Don't be sure. sheep, and we don't know because we don't. <laughs> we don't know because we don't need to know. And what the fuck do we know? We tell people to do burpees for a living. Yeah, you know I mean, like what the what <laughs> the fuck? Are, what the fuck are we meant know. to say? Right, hats coming off. I know, right? Are we done on conspiracies? I think How people long have been running? people have definitely tuned out by now. Not not long, like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah. Like people have definitely tuned out by now. So if you're still here. We'll bring conspiracies back, so we've all got a few more. We can have, aye, that can be like in the back pocket. We'll bring that up a little bit. I think mine was too dark. Was that right? No, man, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it started to get a bit of a hand when we're calling the Queen of Lizard and all that. No, I didn't. Davy McKenna did. <laughs> Shout out Davy, Davy <laughs> McKenna. <laughs> now, I want to talk about, this is, I mean, could be potentially quite a controversial um, episode, but I want to speak on maybe a couple of things that have been in the news and things like that recently, and that is like transgender athletes. Mm-hmm. And transgender athletes competing in sports and things like that. And there's been a few cases where we've seen potentially there was... Um, Laurel Hubbard, I think her name was, the um, the, the weightlifter from New Zealand. Um, I think she's like 30 or 40, whatever. It's a transgender, um, athlete competing in the female division. Mm-hmm. Used to, used to be a male and, you know, is running ahead and kind of winning things, setting records and people putting people out of, you know, Olympic sports or Commonwealth Games sports. And it's a very, very kind of, it's a, it's a risky area. It's a risky area to talk about. And I've spoke about it on my Instagram before and fucking mate, the amount of people that were messaging me, whether that be in total agreement or total hate and being like, you're a fucking asshole for, for saying that. I had that a couple of times mm-hmm. and I'm open to people's thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. However, I share the thought and opinion that it's not right for the sport. It's not right for, it's not right for women's sport. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not right for a transgender athlete to be transgender. That's not what I'm saying. Anyone can do whatever they want, as long as you're not hurting yourself or others, right? I don't give a fuck what you do. But <clears throat> when it comes to, there is a, another example that comes to mind. Um, it's relatively recent. I'm going to pull up here from Zagram. See if I can find this. But it was a bit of swimmer. 
Um, so transgender NCAA swimmer Leah Thomas was ranked 462nd as a male and is now ranked number one as a female. She smashed records and has won the NCAA National Championship. So the NCAA National Championships, the thing that happens in college in America, and it's humongous. Like the NCAA, like college sports are yeah, college huge. sports are fucking huge in America, and the money behind it is insane. And the thing about this one specifically, you know, because there's there's so much that you could speak on on this, but Leah still has male genitalia, so mm -hmm. that's what the she got a bobby. No. <laughs> <laughs> um which it speaks for itself in the levels of like how much advantage you truly have mm -hmm. ultimately because you are still a male at it's that stage right? biologically yeah. right now i totally understand that that individual wants to identify as a female and there's fucking there's nothing let's get that crystal clear before andy comes out and tries to fucking cancel us let's get that clear mm -hmm. like you can you can be whatever you want but there comes a fine line where if you want to identify as something and compete in a sport where there's set rules, regulations, things that you need to abide by, that's when lines are crossed in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a grey area, so I would see because uh, unprecedented, because mm -hmm. it's only kind of happening in recent years, really. Yeah. So it's like it's ground that's not really been trodden on, I suppose. I'm probably of the opinion of let them compete. Right, hundred percent, like defos. But because if someone's had like uh, an advantage, say for the the years up to them making that transition, then that needs to be accounted for. So then other people can't lose their place. If that makes sense, so I'm kind of saying maybe allow them to compete and then make extra spaces if possible. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Because that is what's happening: is people are being missed out of. Ch slots for championships yeah. and records are being broken ultimately mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. and it's like these records have maybe stood for 5 10 15 20 years mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're being absolutely demolished mm -hmm. you know by seconds not by milliseconds only if a record's broken in a race it's by milliseconds you know mm -hmm. fastest man what next fastest man in the world if it ever happens in our lifetime is not going to beat it by three seconds mm -hmm. it's going to be point second yeah, yeah and for someone to then come through and then be absolutely just blowing things away it's just it I feel in a way, again, might get cancelled for this, but it's my it's my opinion is that it's bad for women's sports. You know, I've got a daughter now. Mm -hmm. It's mad to say, right? She's obviously going to be a Wimbledon champion one day, right? Mm -hmm. She's that's that's setting that set in stone. So if you want to <laughs> pay, for, pay for me in case <laughs> retirement. Um and if she's coming up and she's playing against Leah, who was ranked 400th in the world as a male and then comes into the female division and is demolishing it. And, you know, she's not went through a full transition yet as well, which is another big thing. I think that's just, it's just not right. It's, it's not right because it's like, what else can you then just then do to sports like yeah. where because for me sports have always been there's a winner there's a loser you've scored a goal you've not scored a goal you've yeah. made the basket you've not made the basket you're in this division you're in that division that's that's what sports all about to me there's, mm -hmm. there shouldn't be any gray area in sport yeah that's fundamentally like that's what there is a kind of integrity with it as well do you know what i mean like, good word yeah, good word. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll give you that. No, okay. I don't know. What about you? Would you give him that, Danny? It's just a word, isn't it? <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, damn. But because it, it, they're always like, talking about the kind of spirit of sport and, and whatever, mm -hmm. like throughout rugby stuff, they're always like, spirit of sport, spirit of sport, integrity, blah, blah, blah. And um, I suppose it's, I don't know, maybe soiled that a little bit. I don't know. But, mm -hmm. the, but in the next, the next 10 years will be interesting. 
Yeah. yeah, see how it develops. Yeah, yeah, I, I, sure. I, I would say when the full transition has happened, then the debate's different. Then it's like, right, okay, well, there's been a full transition. The hormones are different now. There is, a, there is are, a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I Things are different now. Like, I do agree, but do there's know, still the advantage that mm -hmm. that individual could have had for 30, like Laurel Hubbard, for 30 plus years being a male, having like the, advantages, the advantages the... That, that, that having more testosterone in your body has is, is, is mad. And I yeah. think one of the things as well was when you when you do compete, your, your testosterone levels can be that of, my figures might be wrong here, but like four or five, maybe even 10 times that of what a female competitors would be. Mm -hmm. So if a female competitor was to take testosterone, mm -hmm. right, which is against the rules, would still have the same testosterone levels of of that transgender athlete now. Mm. So then it's like, right, well, fucking hell, how do we balance that? How do we even the playing field here? Mm. Like, how yeah. does how does that work? And again, I'm not against them competing at all. Yeah. I'm not against anybody competing because everybody should have the right to compete. I just don't know what the answer is to uh, allow I'm not everyone to compete. Man, eh? To figure that out. It's also just not a decision to make. We, we are just mere observers. Luckily, it's not because we're all fucking idiots and we're tinfoil hats. <laughs> so what, do, what the fuck do we know? Do you know what I mean? Um, stop listening to it actually, like, as, as I know. <laughs> but kind of on the on the topic of like, we kind of spoke about it last week on performance enhancement. I've seen another thing where the Major League Baseball have stopped testing for steroids. MLB has been rife. MLB, I know. MLB has been rife. It was rampant. It's actually like probably the sport you associate doping with. I think between that and cycling, probably. Yeah, between that and cycling is probably like synonymous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's synonymous with, you know, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, have you ever watched the, the documentary on Netflix, Icarus? Icarus. It's phenomenal. Brilliant. Mad. If that takes turns that you did not anticipate, I, man. Yeah. Like, That's a fucking, I urge everybody to go watch Icarus. Mm. Shout out Icarus. Shout out. Shout Guy was out on Icarus. Joe Rogan, actually. In fact, he made another documentary about the killing that ha or the murder that happened in the, um, was it the Saudi embassy? Maybe. Really? Anyway, same I, guy? It was the same guy. Is he a journalist? Is that, uh, is that well, yeah, he he's a journalist. Well, he's a cyclist, a journalist. Um, I, that that documentary is insane. Yeah. What were we going to say about it? I'm not right you saying he'd done <laughs> Just the it. fact that it was mad. Um, See, even though he went on steroids, sorry, he, he went on, did he not just do the exact same time that he'd done previously? No, I think it, I think it bumped him up a couple of places. Yeah, a couple of places. You know, I can't actually really remember where I was going with that, right? But it was, it's basically, I think, Performance enhancing drugs and all that sort of stuff is, is rife in all sports. You it know? is rife in all sports. I should they just allow them? Well, Jane, I think if everyone or, came off them, records would stop being broken. broken. Aye. Or, do think just, or, or do you think they should have, right, this is the, the, the natty cycling and this is the the non the interesting cycling. The, the big will show. Always, even that will always like, be the so one it, that. It's, it's shown that. Even if things, if even if there is natural competitions, people still get away with it. Oh, people so then, do still like. Yeah. There's still ways to get by it. Um, a very good. No, there's a there's a. I go there. I'm actually on his page. There are more plates, more dates. He puts up a lot of unreal content related to you know how athletes like he tells you how how it's possible for some of these athletes mm -hmm. to do it and he uses examples like john jones like how he has shown examples to have potentially been cycling on and off of 
uh, performance enhancing drugs. There's other instances as well where, you know, it's came out in CrossFit a couple of years back where the guy that took third place tested positive for a couple of um, performance enhancing drugs and it's obviously rife in some of the lower levels of the sport. But I would not be surprised if some of the best in the world are on performance enhancing drugs because... I think there's still a phase in CrossFit with its testing where, you know, it tests through urine, a mm -hmm. urine sample, but there's other substances that don't detect oh, through totally. that, like blood doping, for example. So the thing that Lance Armstrong get, get found for was, uh, e one of the things was EPO, e yeah. which is like blood transfusion or yep. blood doping, basically, where it allows blood to pump through your oxygen uh, oxygen to pump through your muscles and pump through your blood a lot quicker so you're able to kind of move faster and produce more work like what if that's been used in the sport fitness do you know what i mean it's like it's, it's not mad. it's not entirely like outlandish to think that that wouldn't be the case especially now when there's you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in the line millions if you include sponsorship and as well in america i'll use america as an example i'm probably assuming uk as well actually is it not very easy to get like if you do a cycle does your testosterone not reduce or lower? And then if you went and get tested, you would show up as like low testosterone. You could get TRT. Do you know oh, what I mean? Is yeah, that's not a lot I, to I, do, I, right? I, I so then you're like, I, I even though you're on about. that, with your testosterone, that's your testosterone levels go back up and you're on TRT, you're doing it legally, but you're technically still doing steroids. It. See, I don't know enough about it, to be quite honest. And it's, it's just mad. I think... I think the there's such a stigma with it as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's almost as if it's bad. And I do get, I think it's bad if obviously if people are doing it and they're trying to get an advantage. But that, that's literally what sport is. Sport is marginal gains. Yes. You're trying to get a 0.1% advantage over like your, the, the, next, the person next to you, the other person and whatever. And I don't think it's unreasonable to think that within the next 10 years or whatever, they might make their way into it or something like that. Have you seen the the, the WADA, the WADA World Anti-Doping Agency's agency. list of stuff that's banned? Mm -hmm. like inhalers and stuff. And Usada? Like, inhalers, loads of just, the fed, just, just random, kind of random stuff. Yeah, 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 that, totally. Like, that's banned that is it really a performance here's a, here's, a, here's a thing, right? Here's a, here's a thing for you. You never normally hear about people being popped for performance enhancing drugs. I don't anyway. Playing football. No. Like you don't really, you don't really get that. But then if you think football is probably one of the sports that have some of the, the, the largest amounts of money circling through it. Like, totally. like why to me, like if there's that much money on the line, mm -hmm. like wouldn't you want to recover quicker? Wouldn't you want to be able to work harder? Wouldn't you want to do all of these things? Is it happening within football? And it's just, there's like, two, so there's two that I, two that I can't think the name of. There's one I only found out about like, a few years ago. Well, drug. And I can't remember the name of it. And another one is like a, Makes you like, whoosh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Makes you what? Maradona used to take it and stuff like that. What, Coke? No, that and. <laughs> and Ma what other. did Maradona not take? And that's another thing. But babe, it's no speed. It's like something like speed. I can't remember the name of it. It's been it's that like long. a cognitive function. It's like, like, aye, but that's rife in it. And I, I know that through being pals years back with pro football players that were taking it. <laughs> Do you aye. know what I mean? Oh, I. Do you know what like, I think about? Why it's, it's basically like it's like a switches you on. Stimulant. Like stimulant. I can't remember the name of it. It's not. Is it not Ritalin or um, Modafinil? Or like, honestly, it's not a steroid. It's it's like a speed type. Do you know why I think it, it's it's maybe in football but different? Right? Because I think you can be obviously at the pinnacle of football and stuff. You still need to be a really fit guy or girl or whatever. But football is the type of sport that you can literally be 
out of shape mm-hmm. and be dynamic. Like how many folk do you know for the scheme that, <laughs> that, that, that are really like overweight or maybe not mobile and they're ballers? Aye, they're good absolute ballers. Ball. Sitting in the centre, centre circle, ping passes, Aye. and that's their job. Tyson Fury is less of a need. Mm. There's less of a need for it than in cycling, for example, that is massively, massively, massively taxing. Tyson Fury is a perfect example. Boxing. You wouldn't say the guy's in shape, but brilliant skill. Isn't best. It? Best boxer. But to do then it, you man. look at Icarus. The Icarus, Icarus. The 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 Russians. They doped everybody, bar the figure skaters. Even the curlers were getting doped up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, but the only people that that weren't uh, on a doping protocol was the figure skaters because it made them mm-hmm. like More too man. bulky. Yeah, they had yeah. they had too much mass about them, but they they doped everyone else. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, even like at, at the end of the day, even if it gives that footballer who is doesn't need to be like an athletic gods even though most of them fucking they, they're, they're fit as fuck mm-hmm. if it's to give them that one percent and you've got a million pound a week wage on the line yeah well i think as well we're used to rugby right you are probably hard hard, hard do you know what i mean seen it you have probably seen it right and i know we both know him. i'm not gonna say his name yeah uh was about 14 15 prospecting rugby get moved down south uh, in the at this point, just love rugby, right? But he wasn't getting a game, and he was, and he was he was getting older, and he was breaking, starting to break into the team. Always on the bench, always on the bench, always on the bench. Everybody was outperforming him in training. He was like, "What's going on here?" And then the peers started kind of probing him a wee bit and just kind of getting an ECD wee bit and saying like, "So blah blah blah." Before you know it, they were like, "Right, the reason why you're not playing is because every single one of us are taking steroids." He's like, "And that's just." True. That's mm-hmm. just genuinely the story, right? He's like, aye. oh, I. And he's like, mad. basically, it comes from the peers. The coaches turn their eye to it. They don't. They either they're don't, getting results, man. Don't know about it or pretend they don't know about it. But it's the kind of older boys are for that. So before you know it, it's either sit in the bench or take this wee magic pill, and you're going to start playing games and you're start going to start getting noticed. And you're going to start getting paid more money. That's Sounds very deal. appealing, doesn't it? Yeah, that's and that. this is what happened. And he did, and they started getting games. They started getting more money. They started playing well. Yeah, I was actually watching a video. Um, there's, there's a guy I subscribed to on YouTube, and he's predominantly in the CrossFit space, and he talks a lot about performance enhancing drugs and whether they be in sports, recreational, or whatever. Not to condone them in any way. It just makes it. It just puts information out there that isn't otherwise out there unless you dig for it and he just makes it concise and, and puts it there. And he's had many examples where he's American and he has people come to him like from the Marines and things like that and, and, and share their stories and be like, well, you know, the the commanding officers would, would turn a blind eye to us being on testosterone, human growth hormone, like, and it was an insane volumes. But if it was to make them a better Marine, a better soldier, they didn't, they didn't care. Yeah, like they, 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 mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't really care. Well, I think when it's not... In sport, obviously, the argument is, right, you're cheating, mm-hmm. right? But then apart from that, it's going to give you an advantage and you're going to be happier and you're going to be stronger and fitter. Then it's like, eh, carry on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just take some. On yourself. Crack on. <laughs> on <laughs> dear him, dear what's, what, what's your stack? My stack is D-ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, all the rest of it. All, all the rest of it. No, so let's let's bring us back to something a little bit more fitness related because that's that's an episode and a half where we have chatted some amount of shite. So let's let's bring some value to some people. We are here to entertain. We though, are here actually. to entertain. I absolutely. Are you not value in there? Are you not entertained? Aye. Um, that are you not entertained? Did you watch the UFC weekend? I did, mate. Madness. Madness. Did, did you what, actually I, watch it? 
Yeah. Oh, let's go. Papa, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, that was one on, of the best cards I've seen in a long what time. What, what a card. What a card. Everybody I wanted to win one. Yeah. Should have put fucking money on it. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. I'm well happy to see Paul Craig perform oh, well, man. How good dynamite. Yeah. What man takes shots and lets let some think let's the i can't remember who the opponent was the let some man, think that he's uh, a <laughs> i was just my game plan was i'm just gonna let myself get punched. But here's <laughs> the the guy thing, get a bit complacent boom here, here's the thing right? Brilliant. the amount of times that this has happened in his career where he has been on the back foot yep. or he has been you know on the losing end yep of 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 fucking what was it who was he was fighting and it was the last 12 seconds of the third round he was being dominated the whole fight and then he popped this guy in a triangle and there was one second to go one second to go and the guy taps and, and he wins the fight and it's uh, like it's, it's just fucking he brings that entertainment yep. and for that guy to fucking live down the road man i think yep. it's class that he's now he's now broken out the top is he broken out the top 10 that's a good question they have been to date they've been released with it all right so so a guy seen a guy from scotland in the top 10 at ufc in a light heavyweight division which all used right. to be full of fucking when i first started watching it it was full of fucking killers man like rampage right. jackson rashad evans <sighs> chuck gsp GSP was not light heavyweight. No, I thought I, I thought you were just talking about fighters. No, no, I'm talking about the light heavyweight division. Right, like, it was it used to be stacked with like some of the some of the best to, to ever do Remember it. Remember Rashid knocking out Chuck Liddell the first time they fought? Ah, that was mad. God, that was mad. That was anyway, let's bring it back to some value. Yep, sorry. Some value. We can talk about that in a second. And one thing I wanted to speak on, um, and it was requested actually by one of my guys. Shout out to Jamie. Shout out to Jamie. And um, it was like mindset. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of touched on mindset a couple of times, mm -hmm. but we can dive a little bit deeper into it. And there's two kind of different avenues you can go down. You can go down like someone having the mindset to just train, to make a change, to kind of take it a little bit further, or for those to try and have like a little bit more of like a what calloused mindset, someone that's actually a lot more focused and determined and what they want to do, try and build, become mm -hmm. whatever it is. So what's your what's your thoughts on like mindset as a whole? I know it's a pretty broad topic, but it's a broad topic. Um I mean, I think like anything, you need to train it and you need to look after it. So I believe that your choices will in turn help your mindset as much as your mindset is, needs to be there first for you to make the choices. Right. So I, I believe that like, just like anything, you need to look after it. Like you need to make smart choices. What um, are some of the things that you, that you do that, to, to like, look help after my mindset, mindset, to keep oh. it strong, to, um, so obviously like pushing your kind of comfort zone, not getting kind of like, not getting too comfortable for like too long with the kind of same things, looking to level up in different ways. Um, it's probably really great for your mindset, but training in general is good for your mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. being active, so moving, actually doing what actually you're meant doing to do, meant to do is good uh -huh. for your mindset. Um, like if you, you have a workout, you go a jog, like you feel your mind's clearer, there's less thoughts running through it. Um, you feel more capable. I, I feel like when you, you you attack the day, when you when you turn up, when you train, when you make the right choice with food, you just become, you just feel stronger mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. They go hand in hand, um, and I just believe it. Like the more you can do for yourself, that's going to produce um, positive thoughts. So, for example, making making actual effort to train every week, making it like just to turn up and, and do a workout to train making the effort to actually cook the meal that's going to serve you better instead of just 
grabbing something that's just processed easy and quick. Nothing wrong with it, but all the time you wouldn't want to do that. You'd mm-hmm. want to make a bit, bit of smart choice. Actually doing these things kind of builds so discipline, like, strengthens like the mindset. Is the action is the kind of way, I would say, to kind of strengthen the mindset. Uh, Pushing your comfort zone as well, but make yourself more resilient in the way where um, if you're scared, for example, to do something, then I think do that thing. Do you know what I mean? Like confidence if you're, comes after confidence the comes after the thing. Like does, 100%, confidence does come after. You're the scared thing. to do stuff. Right. If you want to strengthen your mindset, do the things you're scared of because that's typically when the majority of growth and mindset is going to come from. Do you know uh, what I mean? Well, you get well, you get two different types, and you can maybe speak on this quite well, Evan. But because I've heard you talk about it before, but you've got two. You've almost got a growth mindset, and mm-hmm. you've got a fixed mindset. <clears throat> so some of the people that might come into your program have got like a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. So how do you take someone that's got that fixed mindset? They're stuck in their ways. Oh, I'm either, I'm either out. If I go for a drink, I'm going to drink till I fucking pass out. Or if I yeah. eat a piece, I'm going to eat. Like those are fixed mindset yep. type of people. But how do you take someone from that to more of a growth mindset where they're able to kind of break through whatever issues or problems they're having? I talk with the guys and I actually got this from, um, or I started really kind of speaking about it from Mark Strathairn. Oh, he's, he's not getting a it. fucking I, shout out again, is he? Outs, right? But it's basically, yeah, I'm <laughs> But like, we all, as people, tell stories, right? And I talk about it all the time. So it's the stories that we tell ourselves, the narratives that we run. I am someone who, no, not me, this is an example. <laughs> I am someone who, who hates the tweet. <laughs> can't control myself when I drink and I'll just be out all night or whatever. I um, don't like, I said this in my story last night as well. I don't like veg and stuff. These are all very, firm black and white i don't like this i don't do this i don't do that right and the first thing that i get people to do is i get them to learn or learn or we work together to learn how to identify when they are telling themselves a story so if you say something that i don't like the gym i don't like walking i don't like this i'm like fucking bullshit you're telling yourself that you're making yourself believe that you are that person not all thoughts are true i'm fat i'm not fit i'm Uh this i'm that yep Mm -hmm. yep and then it's about acknowledging that and then putting a strategy in place to maybe do the thing or to start the thing. Mm-hmm. Or we spoke about scaffolding before. Yeah. And a lot of the work that we do in the program is to scaffold things to get them to move into um, a thought process or a direction that's going to serve them. And it's mm-hmm. all about learning. And it's people's relationships with themselves and stuff as well. Because well, back to like, I kind of spoke about this. Because back to awareness, I think it starts with being aware of your thoughts. Yes. Yeah, so totally. Actually, be aware of the thoughts you're having, and then befriend yourself as well. So. Um, be be aware of the negative thoughts try don't try and stop the negative thoughts but try and replace them mm-hmm. with a more positive affirmation in a way whether it be instantly or whether it be a point in the day where you give yourself a few affirmations mm-hmm. however you want to do it but then befriend yourself so and I, and, I, and I say this is like would some of the things that you maybe say to yourself or some of the beliefs you have if your friend was sitting in front of you and saying them you would try your best to be like it's fucking bullshit mate you can do that thing mm-hmm. don't be daft like mm-hmm. that isn't who the hip you'll know that or type would of you, person or would you, you know so I mean? the, the things the thing I quite like is like would you tell your the person closest to you those things like if you're saying this, like, friend oh, I'm never going to be able to do this it's like if you're if the person closest to you said you know I've got the dream of doing I've got the dream of uh, losing two stone. And then if you're sitting there telling yourself, I'll never be able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you, for example, you come to me and go, I want to lose two stone. Oh, you'll never do that. Would you tell someone that? Nah, no, you wouldn't. So why are you telling yourself exactly. that? Like, so, ultimately, that is, that's really it. And mm-hmm. my, so my kind of thoughts, yeah, my kind of thoughts on mindset are, it's like, both avenues are hard, Yeah. right? Being a fat, lazy bastard is hard mm-hmm. because you're fat, you're lazy, and you're a bastard. <laughs> right that is hard right 
also being fit as fuck and being being in shape, being happy, being comfort not comfortable, but being who you want to be is also hard. So you're gonna suffer either way, mm -hmm. right? So are you gonna suffer in a way that's gonna benefit you and those around you? Or are you gonna suffer in a way that's ultimately gonna just, you know, diminish any kind of good that you've got left in you? Because when you do do the things, which we speak about all the time, we should the get things. a t-shirt made, do the things. Merch. We should get a merch made, uh, do the things. Um, ultimately, that does make you happier. Ultimately, that does put you in a position where you're going to be in shape, like who you are, be confident with your top off at the pool, when you're going on holiday with your pals, like all these, whatever, like it doesn't matter what other people think, but it does in a way because it affects us, right? And for people to say that those things don't affect us, yeah. they're lying. Right, I'm I'm in relatively good shape, but I still worry in the back of my head. Like, oh, could I be could I be a little bit fitter? Could I be you know a little bit leaner? Could I be this? Could I be that? And it's like we all have these thoughts, but you're gonna suffer either way. So for you to just not do anything, you're yeah. gonna suffer. But it's gonna be a lot worse than if you just suffer in the gym for forty five. I made a post about this. It's like I would rather suffer in the gym for forty five minutes than suffer sitting on the fucking couch doing fuck all. And I think for people trying to improve their mindset or have like a, like the whole David Goggins things out there is a bit on the extreme level. Yeah. But for me, I just feel like if you're, you're going to suffer anyway, so you might as well use it to your benefit rather mm -hmm. than your detriment. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. 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 I think as well, something that I chat about a lot with the guys as well is people struggle with, I don't know, feeling worthy of the result. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. People are, one of the results is yep. it's, it's almost like I don't deserve to yep. achieve that. And that's something, that's a mindset that you need. That's a wee thing, yep. a wee internal thing that you need to work on. You need to flip that. And that's where it comes back to the affirmations that I spoke about. Affirmations don't mean you're sitting chanting. Affirm an affirmation <laughs> is like, if that negative thought comes in that you're not worthy or the rest of it, that's a negative thought. You need to watch their thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's when you just instantly think, like, replace that. We know I'm fucking worth it, man. I can do it. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it might, as I said, it might be instantly and it should be instantly, but then again, there's nothing wrong with practicing looking in the mirror at night and going, because people, people think bro. that people think that they need others to tell them that they're good or that they're in shape or that they're, that they're worthy or that they're, um, that, that, that they can do like a big goal or a big target. Like some people feel like I need you to say that, mm -hmm. but they don't, they need to be able to say it to themselves. Aye. That's the, that's the bigger thing. Like anyone can, you know, slap your ass, you know, and be like that, blow smoke up your ass and be like that. Look, listen, you can do these things. That doesn't mean anything. If you don't believe it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You have to be able to believe whatever it is that, that no matter how big or small mm -hmm. that thing is. And we've all probably had our own internal battles with those. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like we, we all probably have had those. Um, I so, we're not saying that it goes away and like... It never, it never it, goes away. It, it never you're goes You're going to get times when you think for a few days, oh. for a week, for two weeks, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, if you, could, if is, you but... listen to the, the internal monologue in my head, Aye. wild. It's <laughs> mad sometimes. The one I'm interested in listening to is Danny's. <laughs> like, what's going on inside your head? I think it's maybe just monkeys. Maybe when he puts a hat on, it, it quietens down. <laughs> no, usually it's like, oh, no, it's for dinner night. Like, <laughs> no, but that's it. And um, we we do believe the stories that we tell ourselves, like coming echoing back onto what you said earlier, Evan. So whether that believe be, you know, or not, believe I you know, I'm, I've done enough this week, so I don't need to train yeah. again, mm -hmm. or I'm whatever. Like the the chances are, like I got a question the other day, and it's like, how do you know if you're overtraining or doing too much? I mean, chances are you're not. 
Mm-hmm. Right, it takes a lot to overtrain. Now, don't get me wrong; you can be very, very deconditioned to go out oh, and do yeah, too much course. and be fucked. If you're not getting enough sleep. If your nutrition's shy. But yeah. ultimately, I think people are worrying about the wrong thing. Some yeah. most of the time, like, Aye. do you know what I mean? People, people are worrying about the wrong thing. It, like, it's like they've been out for a ten thousand sessions on one train. I don't want. Well, this is when it comes back to the full rep. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to overtrain. Back to the full rep thing. I don't want to get too muscly. Yeah. Oh, that is that is a big thing. Like, do you know how fucking hard it is? See, if it was that fucking easy to get muscly, I'd be sitting here massive. It's no easy to get muscly. You're not going to lift a weight and just get massive. Calm down. I mean, I mean. But it's probably been said a million times before, but when you're off women or trainers, I don't want to get too bulky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I've been trying to get bulky for <laughs> 13 <laughs> years. <laughs> Waiting for a half. Yeah, I'm trying to get bulky 13 years, so don't you worry. Like, it's, it's absolutely fine. But people coming into, you know, the space for the first time are going to have that, or even people that have been in the space for a while. Like, Maybe they're they, doing or just making their decisions off the back of things that they don't want or they do want. Do you know what I mean? One of the biggest things I see a lot of the time. I'll maybe see it a little bit more than you guys because you guys might have people who are just kind of starting out or relatively early in their journey. But I also see a lot of complacency sometimes as well Mm -hmm. where people have done the reps, so to speak. People have been through the ups and the downs and they know what to expect and they're they're confident in their training abilities. They know what they should be doing, but then they rest on their laurels. Is that the phrase? Mm -hmm. Is that that the phrase? It is a phrase. Uh, I don't know if it's it's the right right phrase. But they they rest on the work that they've done in the past and they they use that as a crutch. Mm -hmm. And they think, well, I've been training for for 13 years. I know what I'm doing. I don't really know what I need to do anything else. And they become complacent. Mm -hmm. And that can happen at a really, really early stage as well because they've just started the gym. Mm -hmm. And then they go like that. Oh, well, I've been going to the gym for, you know, three months now, you know, so I should be fucking shredded. I don't know why I'm not. Mm -hmm. So... Like, what can you speak on when it comes to, like, people being complacent, whether that be down the line or at the start of their journey? Mm. I wouldn't say I really... I don't... I wouldn't say... Have you not really dealt with like, that? People no, being Most complacent? people for me... Um, most of people... Pretty much everyone I help, they are putting the work in, mm-hmm. but it's just nothing's... It's not the right... Like, they, they work out constantly. They're putting the graft in. They've tried... They've tried the diets, they've tried the fads, but the results don't come. Mm-hmm. So they want to put, they're there to put the graft in, like mm-hmm. they're trying, but it's just not the right, but nothing's, there's something missing or they're not doing this right or whatever it is, right? Yeah. The intensity is not there, the training plan's not there. Uh, I, I, I deal with that more. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I say that's like a problem for me, for, for all people I help is they are trying to do stuff. They're not being complacent, but when you hear so much again on the internet yeah. and you, you see so much again, this is the problem because you're doing stuff that you hear and you want you want to be proactive, but it's just mm. never the right stuff. Do you know what I mean? I probably deal with it. So quite a lot of the people that, that I, I like to think I get quite good results with the guys, right? And a lot of them do go through a kind of massive transformation or whatever. And then out of the, the tail end of that, there at times is a bit of complacency. Yeah, It's because they've done the thing. They've got the result. They've, yeah. they've achieved the thing, right? Yeah. And it's it's just a case of reframing it to them that it that the work doesn't stop now. Your goals your goals need to change semi frequently. So you're telling me that after six months you you still need you still potentially need a coach or a PT. You, st- you still potentially need a coach or a PT. Fucking hell, and this man. is the thing, it's about because a lot of the time it, it depends on how we, we speak about kind of superficial reasons for doing or whatever, for doing training and, and stuff, that people need to have the view firmly in their mind that they're coming into a program like ours or, or whatever 
and this is just going to be their lifestyle. It doesn't stop. The train never stops. Yeah. You, you need to just keep going. You might get off at a station, but going to get back on. Yeah. Right. And that's what's important to see. As soon as people accept that, it, everything gets much easier because they know that this is constantly. Th- see, like, how how often realistically has your training changed in the past two years? Say for me personally. For you personally. I but, feel uh, it's pretty changed pretty drastically. I would say in the past two years. Okay, that's fair enough. But most people. Oh, do you mean like in terms of like most people? I get what exercise, you're trying to say. Yeah, I get what you're general, trying to say. I yeah, get what you're yeah, trying yeah. to say. No, in, in, in that regard, no, it's fundamentally stayed the same. Yeah, just my be, attention. You do snatches. Uh huh. You do cleaning, whatever yeah, your CrossFit what guys uh, do. Right. Yeah. But it stays the same. People get bored. Right. Right. Because they get, they get bored of, oh, I've been doing the leg press for. No, you're weeks. right. It's been the same exercises, it's been the same routine. It's changed drastically in terms of like the intensity and yes. the, 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 the thingy behind it. But fundamentally, like, you're you're pushing, you're pulling, you're, you're carrying, lifting, you're lunging, you're, twisting, you're yep. twisting, you're doing yep. the fundamental movements. Mm-hmm. I totally get There's what you're no saying. Magic yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's the same stuff. Yeah. Aye, aye. It is, it is. Get okay with doing the boring work. Yeah. And the thing is, like, from training plan to training plan, like training an Olympics level athlete or training my mum, the training principles remain the same. The only thing that changes is the degree, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like ultimately, like you're gonna teach a high level athlete a squat pattern, a hinge, a press, and you're going to get them as efficient and as strong as you possibly can in those movements. Yep. The same way that my mum's had two knee replacements, I'm going to be able to try and, or the goal is to teach her to squat, to lunge, to twist, to press, to, but the only thing that changes is the degree in which mm-hmm. it happens. So everybody's training program should be the same, but different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And totally. I know that's a very, very weird statement to kind of say, but you're right. Like we're all ultimately doing the same thing. It's just the degree, mm. the intensity, the volume. There is so many different things. Like the same way that you've got what is it, forty nine or fifty two numbers in the for the lottery, mm-hmm. right? They're all the same numbers, but how many fucking different variations of them? No, no. Do you know what I mean? You see, you go back to the consistency part, and I say that. Aye. So anyone on the journey that has been on it long, that's obviously when the complacency can kick in. This is. What I've done in the past is I realign and refocus, like type deal. Right. So like realign and refocus. So if you if you or someone's getting off track, realign, realign and refocus. What does that look like? So if it would just be like, okay, well, have you achieved your goal? Is there a if you've achieved one goal, is there another goal you want to achieve? Do you know what I mean? I, most of the time, like I, I know I, I've never, I don't think I'll ever achieve my my goal. Do you know what I mean? Which is a good thing because it's going to keep me. Pushing and trying harder and trying harder and keep me engaged. I think setting but, goals is sometimes the but, wrong thing to do. So you don't always need to set a goal, but you need to realign and refocus on the current goal that you're maybe Aye. on. No, but so I'll, I'll, I'll expand, I'll expand you know on I mean? that though. So like set, setting the goal is is important. Mm-hmm. You need a you need a kind of destination, you so to speak. Yeah, you need to well. you need to know where you're going. But what people should focus on more from a mindset perspective, since we're speaking on mindset is the habits and the things that get you to that goal. Yeah. So if your goal is to, I want to earn, I want to earn a million quid, right? You're not just going to, I want to earn a million quid, right? right? That's my goal, that's my goal, that's my goal. No, you so do focus, the things. Focus on the journey, not the destination. You focus on the, the habits that are going to earn you that, whether yeah. they're habits like email marketing, cold calls, like whatever. Yeah, without a doubt. If your goal is to lose three stone, your goal is to gain 30 kilos on your back squat, Right, what is the habit of someone that does those things? Right, okay, they hit the gym every single day. They are careful and are diligent with their nutrition. They are on point with their sleep and their recovery. Right, those are three big habits. That if I continue those day in, day out, yeah, that's what's going to get me there. And I think from a mindset perspective, people think big picture on the goal. Yeah, 
take it back think yeah. about the think about the actions that get you there and that's what should hopefully steer you through you know the suffering so that's speak. good and i think as well see when, even when you, you have a time of complacency and maybe things start to go off the mark a wee bit and things start to go downhill i think you're very much if you've been on it you're aware when you're not because you just don't feel as good nothing feels right but that's also so then normal isn't it ah, that's normal but what i mean is then you can uh, i don't know about you but like when i get to that point i'm like i don't like this man i don't like not feeling yeah the way i normally feel so then and you feel like almost. Yeah. start and then you kind of that complacency starts to lift a wee bit and it's like okay i'm gonna do what i be feeling like this do you know what i mean i know how i how good i feel when i'm on it sort of thing so i think anyone listening that would that's that's happened to would, would agree obviously like you, you even when you do get away for it you do maybe get complacent you're aware that you don't feel as good as you can feel when you're on it and then that kind of fixes the complacency itself maybe because then you're yeah. like i need to get back i think you need it. to just in regards to fitness and whatever you need to have a kind of bare minimum standard slash system that you can just fall back on mm-hmm. to kind of then springboard you out of that pocket of yeah i think that's shit. why where we're at like because that, that's such a brilliant point and i think we all spoke about this and in, in to our guys where like some people their minimum standard during the week isn't as high as our minimum standard during the week so yeah. we all three of us might go out at the weekend with our clients the same way enjoy the same things enjoy the same foods and drinks and whatever mm-hmm. but then on the sunday our minimum standards could potentially be a lot higher than our clients minimum standard yeah. and then that's the reason why you're able to hold on to your progress mm-hmm. because your minimum standard is like well even if i'm hungover i'm still going to get my steps in and, and and eat 200 grams of protein whereas mm-hmm. when you've got someone who isn't or doesn't have those standards set it's fucking all bets are off and it's just games of bogey and they'll maybe pick it up monday maybe next monday or wednesday mm-hmm. when they feel a little bit more normal again mm-hmm. you know so you're, you're totally insane mm-hmm. I, I don't remember if it was on my on the group of my guys or it was i don't know when it was but i was talking about something somewhere i was like if you keep pushing and like remember realign and set your intentions at start every week you set, start to set a new standard for yourself yeah. Yeah. your standard becomes higher and higher and higher and higher like, totally aye, it's not it's variable yeah. you know much like people's energy prices yeah fucking <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll need the 10 for half of that one next week yeah. anyway that was a uh, that was cool that, that was, was fun good. yes you enjoyed, that? enjoyed that cool so we'll be back next week for another episode of no rep podcast i have uh i've been your host Jordan, and uh, see you next week. (laughs) Peace. Peace.